Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening in today. Uh, Margaret, I'm, I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller, my, my cohort in Mystic Margaritas. We're so happy to be here to discuss mysticism in all of its forms. And um, we love doing this on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're going to talk about discernment. We're going to go on this little, we're going to travel on this road of discernment to empathy. And in that, we're going to really address some things like discord, pessimism, and even hopelessness. So it's going to be an interesting journey, Margaret. I'd really like to begin today um, by helping everyone get started. I think sometimes when we open up to hopelessness, we can take the old rabbit hole right down, right? So I'm going to help everyone offer support to themselves by reaching for, if you have it, this beautiful essential oil called bergamot or bergamot. It's a beautiful citrusy smell. And it's actually the oil of, um, it's the oil of self-acceptance. And so it helps us when we're despairing or we have low self-esteem or we're, we're judging self, uh, we feel unlovable. And even when we feel hopeless, because discernment is actually the ability to judge well, that's really what it means. Mm -hmm. And so if you have an oil that helps you feel uplifting and any citrus oil will do, but I, bergamot is a beautiful one to start with, place it in your palms, rub it together, your palms together, cup it over your nose and just take a couple of deep breaths in. And that's going to support you in change, shifting your frequency right now to support you as we delve into this all important topic. So Margaret, um, you know, as I reflected on discernment, um, I, I remembered a time in my life where I didn't have much discernment <laughs> and uh, the consequences that can result in that and how that really is steeped in our own quiet thoughts that are, that are pessimistic and are really do have an undercurrent of hopelessness. Hopeless, hopelessness that is connected to our ability to know that we can change and we can do it on our own. And we don't have to rely on outside sources to do that. It's a, it's, it's a hero's journey in my opinion and one that we all go through in life. Yeah, you know, this is... Uh... I was wondering how this was going to start out today. And I was, I was just kind of holding myself in a, as neutral of a space as I could to see where we might go. And, and I, I want to um, first address what you were talking about with the bergamot. Um, what came to mind as, as you were um, suggesting that oil is that's that's an oil that I very very frequently use as I'm working uh, with horses that are um, in uh, stalls, uh, you know that that live in in a stall situation, and 
very oftentimes uh, they are they suffer from some dejected dejection feelings and you know because they're you know they're these huge animals that are supposed to be moving all the time <laughs> right and and so uh, put them in a stall for long periods of time and and um, they're going to experience that that feeling of hopelessness really and and um, just you know, uh, in that same bent, you know, when, when I use the oils and I go in and I do the energy work and massage with them, then they, they do, they have some help and some hope because they, you know, here's somebody who's willing to go hang out with them in their, uh, in that space and, uh, help them to feel better. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting, um, little side side note with that and then then when you were talking about um, the you know what discernment means I I looked up a, a definition of that today too because I was I was feeling the same thing it's like wow I've had some periods in my life where I did not have it and we were actually talking with uh, Jen also and she, and she had said yeah it's something that you know takes a while for us to be able to get and I the the definition that I found was uh, perception. Discernment is perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So perception without judgment, like not just perceiving, being able to perceive it with the, the open space around you to be able to uh, obtain the guidance or the intuition that you're looking for. So I thought that was a really powerful uh, definition of it. It is very powerful. And this, this whole topic of discernment and it's, a, you know, it's tied to how we feel about ourselves and how we listen to ourselves, because this really is about listening and not just listening to ourselves, but listening to others, of course. So there's a little of the throat chakra there where I've got to open up my hearing in a different way um, in order to set aside any emotional hearing and, and really anchor down so that I can hear and to a point where I'm able to empathize with you and with others. And that's, it's a great road, but it's so tied to self-esteem and self-esteem is really third chakra. We're really talking about solar plexus here and what happens with the solar plexus chakra in terms of our ability to access our will. And because the solar plexus chakra is about our will, the mantra is I act, but it's also about I can. So it's about the belief that I can act in a certain way, in order for me to figure out all of that, I've got to be able to open up my listening in a different way. And rather than listen from emotion, I need to do more heart listening. So you can hear how we're dancing all around these frequencies. But I, I pulled a card for today, and I'd like to share it right now because it, it was so perfect. Um, the, the card is from a deck called the... Um, messenger cards. They're beautiful floral cards. I'll just show you a picture. This one looks like an, almost looks like an 
orchid. It's it's a purple flower that's that's um, on its stem, and and the card is willpower. And that's exactly right, because third chakra is all about the will. But here's the spiritual opportunity that I wanted to share before we get into much more detail for everyone. I'm just going to read it if you'll allow me that. This card is suggesting that you have entered a time of shifting energies and that success and positive growth comes from staying centered within the quiet focus of divine love. The guidance it offers is to remain focused on your daily work with spirit. The dewdrop falls naturally to the center of the flower, just as the essence of divine love moves on its own natural accord to your own inner center of spirit. This center is the place of all successful growth, change, and progress. So this centering that you're talking about, and when you were, when you were, Describing your experience with horses who have to remain mostly in stalls instead of what their DNA tells them to do, which is to roam um, and be free, um, there is a lack of centeredness in that, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, because even though horses may not have thoughts that, I, I mean, I'm not sure, maybe you can clarify this for me, but you know, our minds are different than a horse's. They're very energetic. Um and even emotional energy there. Um, I think with us, with humans, our, our thoughts, our, our strong mental body can um, begin to shape our ability to be centered or not centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and as you were talking about, um, you know, coming into the heart to, to be able to be listening uh, from a clear space and not be doing emotional listening. Uh, I thought that was interesting because, you know, a lot of times people will think that if we're talking about listening from the heart, that we are talking about emotional listening, but we're not. And that's, it's a really, this is, this is where discernment uh, happens, right? This is where we start to be able to cultivate discernment because when we come into the heart and we're not listening from the mind, which is, um, pulling up pictures of the past and causing us to have emotional reactions, right? And we come down into this, the heart center instead we experience this calmness and peace. That's how we know that we're there, right? And so so then we have that open space for discernment. And I just thought that was a a really good point to make or to to bring up that, that really that is what, where that discernment comes from. And then tying that into the solar plexus, it's, it's, I really feel like anytime we bring our awareness and, and attention down into the body, into the heart center and, and, or the solar plexus, we're putting ourselves, first of all, we're coming into our body. We're not a head on a stick right anymore we're 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 coming into where all of that information resides and so therefore can um can operate from a a clearer place and so that card that you drew (laughs) on on willpower of that solar plexus center is just perfect well and i think you know that the heart is 
our, our frequencies at heart level are so much higher and so much, uh, so much more resonant than really anywhere, anywhere else. And so they broadcast in a, our heart energy broadcasts in a larger way, the frequencies that we want to be in the world. And solar plexus is very much about finding the balance between the inner self and the outer self, you know, because root chakra, it's about the inner self. Second chakra, it's about dancing with the, the outer world. And then third chakra is about knowing how to go back and forth in a very effective way. And that we can't help, of course, when we do that to, to bring in the heart and then when we have that kind of clarity, we're able to act in a different way. And I think it's interesting to note as well with the uh, third chakra or solar plexus chakra that the dysfunctional archetype of that chakra is the, um, it is the servant. And the functional archetype is the warrior. So we can, you know, when we talk about empathy, for example, sometimes we have the mistaken belief that I need, to so, I need to identify so much with your emotional experience that I can get lost in that, right? And um, that's not what it means at all. And that would be the servant. Now, there are times, of course, that we want to serve, but the difference is a conscious awareness and knowing where we need to stand in a centered and heartfelt way, right? Um, because when we overserve, it's a disservice, to both you and me. So then we have to move into that archetypal energy of warrior, which is a more active, just the name creates action in your mind, right? And that's really, it's an energy. So it's a more active energy of, oh, no discernment and knowing, oh, okay, now I can have empathy with you without losing my own centeredness so that I'm able to hold the space basically and su support you in the way you need or even not support you, which is basically allowing you to do what you need to do and having respect for that. Right. Uh, some, <laughs> in, in some circles known as tough love. <laughs> yes, that's right. right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, um, take this opportunity to take our little break. And when we come back, let's um, dive more into this uh, topic of discernment. Right. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? 
Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're joining Mystic Margaritas, and we're talking about discernment and the pathway from discernment to empathy. And along this pathway, we will come across feeling, you know, discordant feelings, uh, discordant energies. It's so it's, it's such a great resonance word, really, that, that considers lots of different frequencies, lots of different um, energies that can come into play. But one of them is pessimism. And I want to talk about this for a minute, Margaret, because pessimism is everywhere in our, in our, in our culture right now. You know, we've seen it for a while. You know, we've had particularly challenges, obviously, in 2020. They're continuing this year in 2021. It's so easy to, to access information in our lives that can really tickle that little <laughs> pessimistic way of being, right? And can, cre can create great discord in us. And um, when this happens, we need to be able to discern the outer stimulation that's, that's influencing that and make changes internally in order, to, um, in order to quiet, get quiet and calm and peaceful so that, again, we can more openly listen to self and others. Yeah, you know, I think that, and that is also related to our ability to be able to tell the difference or discern again, what is ours and what is uh, maybe sort of a collective uh, pessimistic attitude or what is, um, you know, what we're picking up from um news sources or whatever that that are are always and have been for for decades and decades or maybe more ever since they got started focused on negative topics because you know the 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 drama and trauma is what uh what sells the news right and That's right. and so we we you know, it to in order for us to be able to to tell the difference, we have to do as you're saying to come to take the time to come inside ourselves and uh, find that place of peace and calm. And in order to do that, we have to have some skills. Yeah, it's it's almost like that glass is half empty or half full, right? Now, naturally, just naturally, I'm a positive person. Positivity is one of my top five strengths. 
However, you know, like anyone else, I can get, I can become influenced by what's happening around me. And what, what I've, what I've learned in my life is that if I really access that third chakra energy, which is vitality too, there's a lot of energy here. If I can access that vitality in such a way that, and I'm able to monitor my internal dialogue with self in such a way, then I am able to stop that negative thinking or pessimism and make better choices. But if I, you know, if I don't, if I don't monitor the inside landscape, like landscape of self, then I'm going to miss it. And I might just stay in the habit of pessimism, even though I tend to be a positive person. Right. And uh, this just brought up a whole um, <laughs> can of worms, <laughs> a beautiful can of worms <laughs> for me, because, you know, when, and when we uh, go down that road, when we can't, when we don't bring ourselves out of that uh, pessimistic attitude, we do make those choices that are based on that energy and that attitude. And when we do that, we become a self-fulfilling prophecy because, you know, we, we don't make the best choices from that energy. And so, and so then what happens is, oh, look, and then this happened. And then uh, this other thing <laughs> happened. And pretty soon we, we have this loop going on where we have convinced ourselves that, that, you know, that all is not well. <laughs> and, and so how do we, how do we then uh, bring ourselves out of that? And it's the same, the same process of, we have to be able to have the strength of, and, and the knowing, because we do, as, as human beings, we have both. We have that pessimism, pessimism and optimism. And in there, in that vitality that you were talking about, is that optimism that, you know, maybe things don't look so great right now, but I know that, you know, I've made it this far and things have always worked out for me. Here I am. <laughs> I right, still I've survived it. <laughs> right. And so, so it may, so it's true that the universe has my back. And if I can relax and come back into that vitality and that um, optimism, that it will begin to then show itself again. Yes. And if I can't, then there may be secrets. You know, throat chakra, which is about expressing our truth, about being able to hear someone else's truth and, and being able to communicate and all of that, is also the shadow side is also lies. And that's what I think of when I hear when I read about secrets, right? What secrets I'm holding within myself that I haven't allowed to, to be exposed, right? And if I'm holding onto certain secrets, I may not be see, or I may, I may see that in others and not realize I have that in myself. <laughs> um, but at any rate, it's about going to that place within so that I can safely and gently reveal my secrets. And those secrets are so survival-based, right? Because we are brilliant creatures. We are built for survival. We've talked about this before on all levels of our being. And so there's an adaptation 
because of that, that, that we do in life. And that is okay. We can have a healthy respect for needing to survive different experiences and circumstances. However, um, we can also become more aware of these quiet lies we're telling ourselves or secrets that we have that we need to be able to expose gently and lovingly so that we can transmute those um, and again, get back to having empathy and being able to feel connected with everyone else to the whole. Right, right. And so, and so when we do that, when we're able to um, discover and discern, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying to myself right now when I am, um, you know, going down this woe is me path or whatever the lie may be. <laughs> you know, like I'll, I'm never going to be able to, you know, um, I, I was just thinking about something that I used to tell myself. It's like, I'm never going to be able to do what I want to do in life. Right. I mean, that's a powerful lie and it's, and it's right. such, and, and I can, if I, if I hold on to that, if I hold on to that idea, I'm going to prove it. I'm going yes. to prove to myself and but once i am able to go wait a minute that's not true i do what i do what i want to do in life all the time and mm -hmm. here look at look at here i am doing it again and and so as i come back into that positive place then i'm going to be able to um respond to life from that discernment from i'm going to be able to tell uh what's true in what somebody else says and and that's a really important thing to be able to do it's not you know it's not be able it's not about being able to catch somebody in a lie necessarily right. it's about can i am i able to see and feel into where they might be telling themselves a lie and as a a, a coach and a um, a healer, and be able to uh, help gently help them to gently expose that for themselves as well. So so you know and 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 in doing that, then start to build um, my empathic nature or or my access to my empathic nature in my life. Yeah, that's a powerful skill to have, no matter that with anyone you're relating to. I, um, this, you know, I started thinking about this discord and how discord becomes present, and also this pessimism that's tied to that. And I started thinking, okay, yes, I am an optimistic person in general, but if I look at different parts of my life, I can see a part over here where, oh my gosh, if I really honestly, you know, not, not trick myself and lie to myself, but if I honestly look at that, I can see that in that particular area, I have been pessimistic with my thoughts. And as I attach hopeless to that, that was an interesting awareness for me because I really could play out that pessimism to see that the results are hopeless. And, um, and that creates a discord if I want to continue to engage in that area. So that dissecting of a particular area 
of my life. I mean, yes, I'm really positive over here, but over here, it's a little more challenging, right? Probably because I have things I need to learn from that. <laughs> and um, we don't want to get stuck, of course, in the hopelessness. So being able to follow this trail and have empathy for ourselves as we do so is really, really such a great self-loving process. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was thinking about that also when we when we're um, discovering that discord and and you know experiencing that we are most likely um, operating from uh, from a belief or a you know a program from our childhood from the past. Yes. And, and so that's really important for us to be able to recognize, because once we recognize that, you know, it's like asking that ourselves the question when we have some sort of a reaction to something or we're, we're in a, that pessimistic place. It's like, how old am I being right now? Yeah, right? it's a great, it's a great question. <laughs> in my work, I'll muscle test it, but asking someone if they have the awareness of how old they are is really a great, a great question. It's so powerful. And, yeah. and when we're able to do that for ourselves, you know, in, in the moment yes. when we're able yes. to do that for ourselves, then, then we have the opportunity to um, parent ourselves or to be the adult yes. in this circumstance and give the child the reassurance that they need. And then our natural optimism springs into action. Yes, right, yes, that the yes. child feels heard and, and understood, and and we can then access our optimism. So I'd like to um, have us go to break right now, if that is feels like a good time for you, Marge. Sounds great. Okay, so you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be back in a jiffy. have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes this magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships work finances and well just having fun mystic margaritas is created from both of our names being margaret which means pearl Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. You're joining Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen here with Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, now we're getting into some good stuff here, Margaret. So, uh, because I wrote down a couple of notes as we were talking, we're talking about this pessimism and hopelessness. And, um, and I want to remind our listeners that these are frequencies, because everything is about frequency. 
And so when we're in these little, when we have these little survival programs running and we start operating, we start um, operating from that survival place. Um, it is signaling so many things in our body and in our energy fields. And so it's taking us away from that vitality that we were talking about and that will to act and um, the, the, the strong sense of self and feeling good about self. It can take us away from there. And we talked before break about asking self, how old am I right now? And then being able to start to parent self, which is, we talked a little bit about last time, I believe it was brilliant. And so I want to offer this as a solution for people. If you feel like you've got an area of your life where this is happening for you, I want to, I want to tell you how, how powerful visualization is. And one of, one of the things you can do, because, you know, when we turn to visualization, we're giving ourselves it's almost like, a, like meditation. We're giving ourselves a moment to connect with what's really going on and then to create a different outcome, which actually has this whole biochemical and energetic effect, therefore changing our frequency. And that helps us to create movement. So visualizing, if you are able to say, yes, I'm this old, visualize that yourself at that age. And then see yourself right next to that child self as an adult and take the child by the hand or look them in the face and take them by two hands and just say, I've got this now. Thank you for keeping me, wanting to keep me safe. That's why this child self showed up was to keep me safe. And now I've got it. I'm the adult here and I've got this now and I'll take care of you and me. And then let's go forward and go out into this field and dance around and smell the flowers. <laughs> okay. And, and just transitioning in a visualization like that can really support us in moving more into optimism away from hopelessness so that we can again um, have empathy for our, ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I really believe that if we would do something like the exercise that you uh, describe every morning, you know, some sort of an exercise, some sort of a, a, a centering exercise or uh, visualization or, me or meditation, uh, just even 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes that we, you know, that, that, that natural optimism will come back up to the surface and and we'll be able to start our day from that place you know um a, a lot of different people talk about you know when we start our our day we we have a choice when we wake up in that moment when we wake up we can uh take on we're a new being when we wake up and we can take on all of the burdens and troubles and, and discord from the day before. If we haven't, you know, if we haven't cleared that or whatever, we can recreate that instant, you know, like in a moment when we wake up or we can start a new day and start fresh with, with some sort of a, a picture of of what we want our life to look like, right? So that's another another way that we can use uh, 
the visualization, a guided visualization, or however we want to do that, to um, to really change that frequency, and to because our our frequency is really good when in that first few moments of waking up, it's usually quite good. <laughs> it, it, I'm pretty happy when I, <laughs> I like it. Another thing I like to do is, is as soon as I wake up and I, I help coach clients on this, especially if they're a bit disconnected from their emotional self is I'll, I'll just encourage them to just ask the question, how am I feeling in this moment? And sometimes I'll do that as I'm waking up. I'm just, Oh, how am I feeling? You know, what do I, what do I feel today? And then I really encourage everyone to reach for your tools. We talked about tools a a few shows back and I, I love having essential oils in my house for that very reason, because essential oils really support, uh, support us on so many frequencies, the, the biochemical frequency, because they're these beautiful chemistries that have been put together. Um, naturally by, by nature. And then also they have an energy to them. And so they can influence, they can support us in shifting our frequency. And of course, having, having an affirmation or knowing what it is, we're so co-creating beings, we're such co-creating beings that having an intention for what it is, like you were saying, Margaret, for what it is you want to create today that is also really great. And if you, can, if you can just identify, how am I feeling? What is my intention for the day? What oil can I reach for that's going to help ground me or center me or help uplift me or whatever it is, create balance or whatever, whatever it is I'm trying to create, reach for that oil or put it on your body, smell it, diffuse it, whatever. Um, it's just, those are the kinds of tools with the visualization too, of course, that we ha- all have access to and helps us to uh, be empowered to manage ourselves in this way day to day. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful, those are beautiful tools. Another one, of course, is uh, some sort of physical exercise, go outside, yes. go for a walk, you know, get yes. your body moving, get ever, get the blood circulating, get yourself, um, uh, you know, more active. Uh, I love to uh, dance. I'll, I'll do, I'll put on some music and dance in the morning. <laughs> That's joyous. Yes, it is. And, <laughs> and, and that it's really a, a beautiful way to start the day and it's some physical movement and some exercise. And um, it's, it's, for me, it's a way of uh, celebrating, Hey, I woke up. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I made it another day. Thank God. Yay. Life is good. <laughs> so let's dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you know, it brings us in that moment. I think everybody ought to, ought to have a joy list, you know, a list of mm. things that bring you joy. And I've been getting together with a couple of women every Sunday now playing the ukulele. And I've had this ukulele for years and I've really never taken the time to learn the chords. And so it just kind of happened. We decided to do this every Sunday. We get together for a couple of hours in her greenhouse. So the sun's coming in, even though it's winter, it's nice and warm in there. And we learn how to play music and sing. 
And it is such joy. And then when I leave my house every day, I make it a point to look at the mountains around me, look at the, look at the nature around whatever it is around me, I make it a point to really look at what is around me and be so grateful for that nature I live, live among. <laughs> and um, that makes me that's a very joyful thing. So I think having a joy list is another great tool. It is. And I and I think that you know, the, the nature is a part of the, of almost anybody's joy list. If they were to, if they were to really feel into it, you know, what nature contributes to us is so important. And, and I really like that we're, that you brought that up because it has to do with our ability to be empathic also is is our ability to know our connectedness to nature, that it's not just something out there that we are interacting with and a part of the natural world, right? That, that it's not just, um, it's not just a nice thought that we're connected to it, that, that we actually are, and it is contributing to us and we are contributing to it or, we should be right. (laughs) Well, and I think anyone who has animals in the house or outside of the house knows this very well, because, you know, animals can't talk to us. They don't have a, they don't have, it isn't a mental engagement with them. You know, to understand animals, you have to observe, you have to observe their behavior, their movement, right? Their bodies, their, they do have facial (laughs) expressions, you know, their, their tones, that they express from. I mean, all of those things give us information about, about that. I think that's what nature, I think that's what animals teach us is how to listen in a whole different way than just with our, with our mind or, or from an emotional place. And, and um, it's also about observing. And I think, I think so much of our lives day to day are so busy that we don't even pay attention to what someone is communicating to us that's outside of what they're saying. Yeah. You know, and this, this leads to what empathy, what really empathy is and the, the definition of empathy, um, you know, is it comes from the uh, in, it means in and feeling. So feeling from inside. So it's actually the, the, the real meaning of it is being able to feel from inside another. And, and, you know, we, that sounds scary to a lot of people, I think. And, and, and so we kind of put it, put it as sort of like more of a metaphorical thing. But when you're talking about animals and uh, communicating with animals and listening, being able to deeply listen to them as I, I do animal communication for um, you know, for horses and dogs and cats also. Um, and one of the things, one of the, the skill is empathy, right? And it is that being able to feel from inside myself and feel them from inside myself and to be able to receive whatever it is. Sometimes a lot of animals communicate in pictures 
And uh, they also uh, obviously are communicating with their body language and their, you know, their, the, the way that they move the horses, you know, have all kinds of different communications with their eyes, with their ears, with their nostrils, uh, you know, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all, all kinds of things, but but there's there's a deeper communication that's happening that we can receive at uh, in in picture form in uh, what seem to be thoughts, what seem to be um, you know just awarenesses that we have, but that comes from that being able to be so deeply inside ourselves that we are not separate from them. And <laughs> I'm so, glad you said that because I thought I was got a little crazy because I feel like I mind read with my dog. <laughs> I right? really, I and really do. <laughs> you, you absolutely do. I really do. <laughs> you really do. And they, and, and the thing, you know, it's not, uh, it's, they are communicating and they do, they do think they do and but they do it differently than we do so we tend to not um you know uh scientifically not uh, give that credence right yeah. so uh i'm excited to talk more about empathy when we come back from our break but let's no, take the break great. now uh, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, everybody. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm with Margaret Miller, Mystic Margaritas from Inspire Choices Network. We're talking about empathy now. And Margaret, I, I really feel like the moments that I've achieved true empathy, I've been able to get out of my own head. You know, it, because so much in communication sometimes can be, you can listen and maybe have some empathy, but then the mind gets busy or the emotions get busy and start, you know, processing that in, in an interesting way. And I think when I've been most effective with being able to um, stay connected in an empathic way with someone was, is to basically quiet myself in such a way that I truly open up to what they're saying and what they're not saying and all of the other information that comes with that. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, because our body 
is our biggest tool for perceiving, for perception, right? This is how we perceive everything around us and our life is from our, our, our internal uh, awarenesses. And the, the five senses, you know, are, are just the tip of the iceberg in terms of how we're receiving information. And this, you know, I mean, we can we could do 10 shows on that right? right on how on how we do that and so in order for us to tap into the information that is being provided through our empathic nature because what you're describing really is the empathic nature right and it is being able to turn ourselves our awareness to the interior uh space the two inside of our body and inside of our being. And, and I loved um, something just popped into my head as I was get, speak, uh, talking about that is this idea of looking, I don't know where I heard this, but look, look at uh, the picture of a Hubble telescope, right? Of, of, of space of some galaxy uh, being seen through the Hubble telescope and Imagine that that's the vista that you see, that, you, uh, that you're actually seeing from inside of yourself, okay? And because it's, it really is that. It's this expansive universe that exists inside of us. And we have the ability to feel and experience and tap into the information uh, of the universe, right? Not just, uh, not just what our um, tummy is telling us, you know, like we're hungry or with this or that. We have, we have the ability to actually see and feel and understand from that other person's perspective. And when we, when we even open up to that possibility just a little bit, we are recognizing and understanding that we are all connected, you know, and then we, then we get into the more mystical aspect or the mystic, the aspect of the mystic, which is, you know, we are connected with all that is. And, you know, our, our idea of ourselves as a separate being is the illusion. That's right. That is the illusion. <laughs> you know, I think, um, you made me think about the meridians, which I haven't even addressed, that are linked to solar plexus chakra, which is interesting because um, it's stomach, or not stomach, sorry. Well, it is, it's pancreas, uh, stomach, but also the meridians are lung, large intestine that are linked to solar plexus chakra. Because lung is about, it's about grief, but it's also about self-esteem and being able to breathe in life, right? And large intestine is about letting go. Okay, so it's, it's, we're able to take what we need, and then let go of what we don't need. And so um, that's what you're talking about, Margaret, is, is letting go of the illusion that we're separate. And, you know, sometimes I, I love knowing sometimes that um, about the meridians and how they can signal us that we are off track. 
So if I am in illusion, then I want to make sure I'm checking my breathing, making sure I'm breathing the way I need to. I want to make sure that I am letting go of things metaphysically and even physically. Um, and go back to this idea of heart and the biofield that heart projects out and does tie us all together, very much influences everything and everyone around us so that we can, again, become connected through this pathway of empathy. Yeah. You know, I like you brought that up because what the meridians have always reminded me of is, uh, the the vastness of our connectedness like the threads that connect us like if you were to continue those threads of the the lines of the meridian out of the body and connect it it would connect to all that is right you we would all we would see the threads connecting all of us to each other <laughs> yes as some people do <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Some people do. Well, it's a great conversation. And I really appreciate everybody listening in today. And so I think it's, it's um, important for all of us to monitor our own pessimism and hopelessness so that we can um, discern that in such a way that we're able to get back to having empathy, not just with self, but with others in such a way that we can connect more deeply, which I think everyone agrees we need to be able to do that in this mm -hmm. day and age. Mm -hmm. Right. And, that, and, and so in doing that, helping to lift each other up and helping to um, uh, cultivate optimism in our lives and e in each other's lives, you know, being able to see that there's, that there is hope and that yes. there is, um, you know, that there is that, what, that we are empathic beings, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, I believe next week, our conversation is going to be about knee jerk reactions versus um oh boy uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> versus um let's see what how do we say it versus heartfelt responses <laughs> there you Something go like i don't think that was the exact title but but that's the general idea and and so i think that's uh going to be a fun topic also yeah i have a lot to say on that one <laughs> 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 so thank you so much Marge for you know bringing um the uh meridians into this again I, I keep wanting to come back to that because it just feels like uh such a beautiful picture for us to um to to be able to feel our energy flows yes I think it's important for everyone thanks okay. Margaret thanks it was great being with you today. You too. Okay. See you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being on. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.